Hello and welcome to the TGP Wrestling Podcast today. We've got a very exciting episode for you all. We are going to be talking about the United States Championship. Now, one of the most prestigious belts in WWE history is currently round the waist of what some might say is one of the future prospects for the WWE going forward, Austin Theory. Now, I think we all assumed that he'd lose the belt at the Chamber. Um, but funny enough, actually, in the TGP predictions group, everyone said that Theory would retain, apart from Robbie, who said Johnny Gargano would win. But we all know that Robbie's... We've heard Robbie on the pod. We know what Robbie's about. And Robbie's not about that life. And making good predictions. Trust me, guys. He makes the worst predictions. So we're going to talk today about who should dethrone Austin Theory. If anyone should dethrone Austin Theory, by the way. We're not, we're not saying that someone should. We're going to talk about the plans going into WrestleMania, the opponent at WrestleMania, and what we do coming out of WrestleMania. Now, today, I am joined by a guest that you may be slightly familiar with. He was on the TGP Christmas special. He is currently the TGP in the bank holder. He is currently the number one contender for the TGP World Championship, which he held for over a year himself before Corey took it off him. Of course, it is Kyle. Kyle, how are you this evening? Hello. I'm really good, bro. That is, he's, he's not a man of many words, but it is also his birthday. So happy birthday, Kyle. I'm not going to sing to you. I said I wouldn't sing to him, so I'm not going to. But happy birthday, Kyle. When we're recording Thank this, you. by the way, you know, it won't come out on his birthday. It comes out on Friday, you know, not his birthday. But we carry on. We move. Right. So let's get into this. So currently, Austin Theory is the United States champion. He defended successfully in Elimination Chamber. Um, personal note, and obviously on our Twitter page, you guys saw that I was pulling, a lot of guys were pulling for Montez Ford, I think he's ready for a singles run, and that elimination chamber just proved how talented he was. Um, but we're going to talk first about the decision made in the elimination chamber to have Theory retain. Obviously, there was an assist by Logan Paul to take Seth Rollins out of the match, but Kyle, was it the right decision to keep the belt on theory and have him retain in the chamber. Uh yes. Yeah. I like fear of the tile. I think it there's so many possibilities for it. And they don't have that many uh really interesting heels at the moment. I think Fairy's the the one they've got at this point in the mid card, card tile like section. I think it's with Fairy as well that I would say is that he he obviously won money in the bank. Um, didn't successfully cash in, but was in that main event picture for a while. And I would argue the reason he didn't cash in and the reason he's not a world champion to this day is one, because the titles are unified, which makes him the unified champion. I think it would have been a much more likely scenario that he would have won one of the titles if they weren't unified. And two, because Roman Reigns is on the best title run of all time. Or, actually, you know what? I am going to come out and say that statement. I think it is the best title run of all time. It's, it's at least one of the most dominant, at least one of the most successful. Not what we're here for, but, you know, segue. Um, so I think that he could have been a world champion if, if the circumstances were slightly different after he won the money in the bank. So do we clearly believe in him? For so much time and for such a long period of time, it seemed as if he was Vince's chosen boy. And as soon as Vince took a bit of a backseat and Triple H was in charge, it looked as if that theory might not be kind of respected as much or they might not be so hot on theory and they might not give him a lot going forward 
So when he dropped down to the mid-card scene, I think a lot of people thought probably felt for the worst if they liked Fury, because I know that he's a very controversial character. Personally, I agree with Kyle. I really like him. I think he's an excellent heel. I think he's perfect for the mid-card scene. I think he's he's obviously very, very he's he's very young as well. In the wrestling world, he is incredibly young. He got in at a similar age to people like Randy Orton. So he's he's got so many years ahead of him, right? For me, I think it was probably the right decision to keep the belt on him. As much as I want Montez Ford to win the title, I think that him and Theory could have a really good feud in the future, um, especially if the Street Profits kind of just naturally go their separate ways, a bit like the New Day did. They don't have to break up, but just naturally go their separate ways. Or you can have them break up, have Dawkins turn heel, you know, join something like the Hurt Business or, you know, go his separate ways and do his own thing because he's very talented as well. I just think Montez Ford has got so much charisma. You know, he's so talented. He's got absolutely everything that you need to be a successful WWE superstar. So I think one day Montez Ford will have his time, but maybe theory keeping it was the right decision at the time. Now, we're going to talk about what happened the day after, or two days after Chamber, actually, on Monday Night Raw. Theory defended against Edge. Now, there was a lot of opinion online that Edge should beat Theory for the title and have a bit of a veteran run with the title. So I'm going to go to Kyle. Kyle, do you think that would have been the right call to have Theory lose the belt to Edge on Raw? No. No, Theory's not feuding with Edge. It's not the right call at all because Edge has already got these feuds going on with Finn and the whole of Judgment Day. Giving it to Edge just means you're giving it to someone who's already got this predetermined bout for Mania, like Edge versus Finn at Mania. That's just how it is. Given the title doesn't make that any more interesting. So Luke Fury then would just lose this opportunity to have a nice, interesting story for me. Yeah, I, I, look, I, mean, I, I think I completely agree with that. I think it's one of those where it's one of those fun scenarios that people bring up in their head. And I think sometimes wrestling can go this way with wrestling fans where it's it's not the right thing to do. And it, it wouldn't make sense in a storyline perspective. But oh, that'd be really fun to see Edge hold the US title. It would be. But to end Theory's reign, which, you know, at this point in time, I mean, it's not the longest, you know, US title reign, um, but it is, it's a good reign and he's had the belt for, you know, a good bit of time now. I mean, Theory is probably the right choice for it currently. Um, and yeah, I completely agree. If you give it to Edge, you kind of just, he doesn't need it. I, I do think that coming on to Edge a little bit, though, he does need to, um, you know, sorry to go back to Fairy quickly. He won the title in November, so it's only February. It's not really that very long, is it? Um, but yeah, the the thing about Edge and the thing about Edge's feud at the moment, Edge's feud needs to end soon. This Judgment Day feud's been going on a really long time. It looks like maybe it was blown off after the last pay-per-view. Um, but, you know, it, that clearly didn't happen. And now, now we're in a situation where we are. But no, he's not the guy. One thing that someone did actually post on Twitter, and I actually thought it was a really interesting, fun concept, is that for the main opponent, we're, we're going to come on to the main opponent, but Fury is beating or at least wrestling with people that his main opponent has had long-standing feuds with. 
which was kind of a fun answer. But here we go. We're going to go into Mania because Mania is, an, is the next big pay-per-view. We don't have a pay-per-view in between WrestleMania, so it'll be Mania next. Now, the US Championship and the Intercontinental Championship should both be on the main card. I, I, it, this, it, they've been very disrespected in previous years, not being on the card or being on pre-show and things like that. Both titles should be on the main card. For me, I would like to see Theory start a feud and sort of go into Mania, potentially against somebody like Montez Ford. I think the only issue with that is, do you have enough time to build it? Is the Street Profits thing going to get in the way of Ford as a, a solo star? I don't think it would, by the way, but that's an argument you, in the question you've got to ask yourself. Is Ford the guy if, you know, all of those you know stars are aligning and that they're not... He's still in his tag team. Is that, is that going to work, right? So I would love it to be Montez Ford. I'd love Montez Ford to win the US title and have a really, really good, meaningful reign with it because, like I say, he's, he, he's got, like, the rock charisma. This guy is just... He, I can't explain how much of a superstar he's going to be. But maybe it's too soon. So we're going to talk about the, the opponent that is being branded all online. The opponent that now has been confirmed will be on Monday Night Raw in the middle of March. Slaps him right slap in the middle of WrestleMania season, on the road to WrestleMania. And that, of course, is John Cena. Now, Cena being on Raw doesn't mean that he's announcing anything. It doesn't mean that he's come back for any sort of reason. He might just be on Raw as a one-off sort of appearance to plug a movie or a TV show that he's doing, right? Superstars done it before, and they're not been involved in a pay per view or not even wrestled again. So I'm not thinking it's anything like that. But Theory has a lot of John Cena esque attributes. He has a lot of John Cena esque things that he does, and not just to be compared to John Cena, but I think that he. I don't want to say next John Cena because I actually think Theory is a bit more Randy Orton than he is Cena, but there could be a real passing of the torch moment between Cena and Theory. So. Kyle, would you say that you know you think Cena would be the right opponent at Mania, or would you give it to a younger guy? What, what's your sort of thoughts on this one? Uh, I don't know whether Cena's the right opponent. It'd be fun. Like, hey, we all have come to love Cena in his old man era, but I don't know whether it'd be the right decision, especially Cena as. Cena's not going to have any kind of crazy title run afterwards. So if Cena did win, it'd just be like Montez Ford will get it in like a tournament the month after or something. And that's uh, it takes away from someone actually winning it as a big moment at Mania. So you don't see, um, just, just from your perspective, and you don't see Cena coming back and having a six-month sort of stint with WWE or having like a three or four month stint with WWE and holding the belt and defending it like he did the last time he held the belt? Nah, there's like no chance this, this boy's staying for that long. He's he's not he's not staying for that long at all because he's got so much stuff doing or going on for him outside of wrestling. And if he's not come come back like in his off seasons with acting, he's he's not gonna do it now when he's actually getting into some reasonably alright TVs and films. Yeah, he's got some big roles at the minute. Um, he's obviously doing a lot with the DC side of things as well. So he's got a lot going on. Um, 
the only thing that I would float by you guys is more kind of could could Cena versus Theory happen at Mania and Cena lose and Cena sort of bow out and sort of be like, you know, put his sweatbands down in the ring and be like, that's me done, losing to Theory at Mania. That's crazy. I, you come out with some hot takes sometimes, but that's a crazy one. Cena's not retiring just yet. They're going to have another Cena-Roman match at Mania, 100%. Maybe in five years' time, I don't know when. But Cena-Roman will be one of those like Rock versus Roman anticipated matches in like five, ten years' time. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's more... I don't think that that would happen. The thing is, as well, if that did happen, let, let, let's let's put ourselves in a headspace that that does happen, right? Imagine what that does for, for Theory. Imagine what that shows the, the WWE audience, that what WWE think of Theory and his his ability. Because if you gave him that, if you if you gave it, he is the guy that ended John Cena's like career and retired him at WrestleMania. That'd be absolutely massive. It would, it would, it would be incredible for theory, and they probably won't do it, and they probably shouldn't do it, right? Like, unless that's how Cena wants to go out, you wouldn't do it. I think is probably the best way to say that. So, we're going to move on to who should be, not what WWE would do, because we sort of touched on what WWE would do. I kind of agree with Kyle that Cena is a fun match, right? It's a fun match. It'll be really nice to watch. I'll be hyped for the match, and I'll really look forward to it. But if we're talking purely about what's best for the US title, the question would then be, and, and we're not talking about how you build this in six weeks or, you know, is it too rushed? Is it too quick? Who should come out of WrestleMania with the US title around their waist? Kyle, I'm going to go to you first and I'll give my opinion on it. Okay. Have you heard the rumours about Jay White? So, yeah. So I've seen the rumours about Jay White. I can't see Jay White gimmick or how he is in New Japan translating that well to WWE because that guy's a menace right yeah that's fair but I'd but love to see it I would love I think to they've see trans- it I think they've transformed crazier characters and made them work in WWE I mean Bray Wyatt is a, a strange character maybe not as maybe not as gruesome or adult as Jay Wyatt but crazy characters can work in WWE and I think Jay Wyatt right now is possibly the hottest free agent there is. I think WWE have shown interest in him. If he does come, I think it'd be a nice position to have him on the Mania card. Because the other alternatives is like AJ Styles, if he gets non if he like recovers in time, but I don't think that's happening. Or Montez Ford, which is great. I'd love to see Montez Ford at Mania. But mm, we don't really see that happening that much. And that's the thing, like, as much as you kind of want to almost fantasy book it in your mind, say Montez Ford, you know, he just doesn't have the time to come in and sort of, because he's not an established single star at this point in time. Like, the, the Chamber was definitely his first step to that, but that's not where he is at the moment. And six weeks is a pretty big rush, and maybe you build Montez's character over time. And if you can do that, then when he actually finally wins a singles title, it'll be a massive payoff rather than sort of rushing it in six weeks, because you don't want to rush it with Montez Ford. He's so talented and he will, he definitely will be a world, I, I think he can be a world champion one day. So you want to make sure you go in the right way. I also think Theory will be a world champion one day. And I 
can be as controversial as I want here, maybe another hot take. The person that should walk out of WrestleMania with the belt around their waist is Austin Theory. Or I, I, if you want to drop the Austin, I'm sure just going there. But the person that should walks out should be Theory. It should be. I, I, I don't see now until WrestleMania that you're going to build a, a credible enough or a strong enough opponent to take him out and take the belt off him. I think you're better off keeping it on round the waist of someone that is a heel and is a very good heel. And I think that Montez Ford should be the guy to take the belt off him. Maybe at SummerSlam. I'd maybe build that feud between Theory and, and um, Montez Ford a bit like... I'd, I'd sort of establish that feud and then go to Mania because I think that is the option. I think that is what we do at this point. Uh, sorry, not to Mania, to SummerSlam. I think that's what we do. Because I think SummerSlam would be a really, really good crown achievement. Big crowd, big show, big event for Montez Ford to win the US title. So for now... I would keep it on theory personally and sort of touch on Kyle's point about Jay White. I think that Jay White could potentially be, be higher up on the card. WWE don't tend to do that. It doesn't matter who they bring in. If even when they brought in AJ Styles, he's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time and who was the, the hottest free agent at the time. They didn't thrust him straight into a WWE title match. You know, he didn't go straight into the main event scene. So it's not really WWE style. You you almost have to earn it in WWE. No matter what you've done outside WWE, you have to earn it in WWE. So I don't think that Jay White is going to come in and be put into the main event scene. But personally, if I was booking that, let's say we have a scenario where we come out of WrestleMania and, you know, Roman wins. Because we, we, you know, we, we assume Cody's going to win. And all the stars align that Cody will win. But we don't know. We don't know that Cody's going to win. You know, ultimately, Jay White could... So, Roman Reigns could retain. I I would then say that the night after WrestleMania, you know, Roman's in the ring. There's no one left. All that sort of stuff. Jay White's music hits. There's the next big feud, and Jay White takes the belts off him. But the thing is, with that, you're, make, you're then making a, a very big statement. But look, this is about the US title. We're talking about US title picture at this point in time. So I'm sort of saying the theory comes out of it. Kyle obviously put the idea of Jay White in there. But the last sort of point that we want to touch on with the US title at this point in time, and to sort of go with the kind of theme that we're saying here, if you could set up a dream match or a match type, what would you do? And I'm going to go first on this one, Kyle, right? I loved it when WWE a couple of years ago with the IC title. I absolutely loved what they did with it. I loved that they did the the ladder match. I think that'd be great because there's no designated feud for your US champion at this point. I know we're a little bit of time off. You know, we're six weeks out from WrestleMania. Well, it's a bit less than that now, but, we're, you know, we're five weeks out from WrestleMania. I don't think there's loads of time to establish a new feud. I think the best thing to do would actually be to have a ladder match because it's so because the chamber was so good. It was one of the best elimination chambers I've ever seen it was incredible. I think you could have that at WrestleMania as a ladder match. Take Seth out of it because Seth is clearly going to have a match with Logan Paul at WrestleMania, which is a podcast all in itself. But I would have the, the ladder match at Mania. So I would have Theory as the champion. I would have Montez Ford. I'd have Johnny Gargano. I would maybe be slightly controversial, maybe the wrong word, but kind of like 50-50 on this. I'd have Bron Breaker 
because I I just I just think that that's the right move. He can drop the NXT title at Takeover, and then be on in the US title match as like a surprise entrant. Who's going to be the next guy? I think that's a really good thing to do. I know I'm taking both um, NXT guys and both NXT champions at this point in time, but I I don't know. I I feel like Carmelo Hayes as well would be really really fun. And then for the sick person, you know, I'm not really bothered, but I'd probably say Bronson Reed would be a good option and just have a ladder match, have a six-man ladder match. I wouldn't care who won that match, really. I'd be happy with any of those guys I just talked about winning that match, but I loved it when they did it with the IC title. So, Kyle, what are your thoughts on Mania? What would you like to do? So, I have a soft spot for tournaments. I love them. I think they're, like, one of the best ways of storytelling. You can do loads of different... It's like, it's the Royal Rumble effect. You've got yeah. a big thing with loads of people. None, not all of them need to have this story to win it. They just need stories within it. So, you have a number one contender tournament going into night one of Mania. Night one of Mania, the number one contender final, whoever wins faces the champion night two of Mania. Okay. So, Montez Ford... Not Montez Ford... You could get him winning every all up to this point, night one of Mania. He wins. Everyone's hyped. Everyone's like, oh, yes, my guy. He's going to get to face, uh, in this case, I guess, Austin Theory, night two. And at that point, you've got this two night to tell this story of Austin Theory doing his Austin Theory things and being a little bit showboaty, but also being a bit slimy to make sure he keeps this belt. He could he could beat up uh, Montez Ford after the match, etc. etc. I like I like this idea that you can tell stories across these two days rather than having a mind numbing like 18 stupid matches where all of them have this individual story and because at some point you stop caring about matches and you've got these like piss break matches. So if instead you've got matches that actually mean something later on in the, the weekend, as they make out now. That's an interesting way of innovating the storytelling, especially for a smaller title. You can't do it with the main title. It's too important. You need like a really cemented story going into Mania with a main title. But the secondary titles, at least one of them, you could easily have this this set up so that you don't have to have a like blood feud or you can really do that storytelling on the night. I like it. I like it. I'll officially say that I I like the idea. I think that would definitely work. But this is the point that you have to do. I like to do something fun with these mid-card titles. I think they're... Because the thing is, the importance of the US and the Intercontinental Championship cannot be understated. It should never be a title that's like disregarded. It should be prestigious. It should mean a lot to hold those belts. But currently, the, the belts are held by two people that are the future of WWE. So it's actually really good look breeding ground for them to hold a title, to defend a title, and then to maybe look at doing something in the future and moving up in the future. Um, but look, that's all we've got time for today, guys. Um, we have, I, I can reveal, uh, and I can give you a, a little exclusive here, coming out Friday the 3rd of March, we will have a similar episode to today on the intercontinental title scene and what we think going into Mania, coming out of Mania, what we're going, what we do with the IC title as well. 
So just before we leave you today, I want to thank Kyle for coming on today. Uh, and I also want to thank our sponsors, Oasis Promotion and Printing, all your printing needs throughout the UK. Thank you for listening, guys, and stay tuned for the next one.